I'm Sarah Stark. And I am Natalie Mills. And you are listening to The Lumpy Mother, the podcast where we do our best to show up for our kids by doing our best to show up for ourselves. (laughs) We say this every time, but we are definitely not experts. We're just two best friends and moms who love learning and laughing together. I have four kids, an eight-year-old daughter and three sons who are eight, six, and two. And I have two kids. I have a one-year-old and a three-year-old. One is a daughter and one is a son. (laughs) Until they tell me otherwise. (laughs) So if you want to know you're not the only parent who allows your kids to stuff things under their bed so you also don't have to deal with the mess. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I do that as an adult. Do not open my closets. (laughs) You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you have absolutely come to the right place. (laughs) Um, Just kind of a reminder for what we've been doing the last month or so. We've definitely changed things up. I feel like at this point, we don't even have to say we've changed things because this is kind of our new norm. Yeah, we're doing our new norm thing. Sometimes we'll have a yes. Sometimes we'll have a no. Sometimes we'll do random things. Who knows? Tune in. Find out be exciting but if you like what you hear or if you don't like what you hear and you or you want to share a story that you think we're going to enjoy definitely email us about it we want to hear from you you can email us at lumpymotherpodcast at gmail.com yes we love hearing from you okay natalie yeah any rewinds updates fun facts no but i'm really excited about yours you are okay (laughs) yes i've shared this with natalie already i wanted to share a few things i learned about myself at the dentist uh because it was kind of hilarious okay so i got a new dental hygienist this time and she was very thorough really great her job liked her we laughed a lot it was good um so you know how they use like the cotton thing to take out your tongue to like do whatever they to look at something yeah it makes me gag thinking about it because it's like all dry and yes. yeah, it doesn't work. Well, <laughs> I stick up my tongue. She's like, whoa, <laughs> that is the longest tongue I've ever seen. <laughs> and she's like, I've been doing this 17 years and I've never seen a tongue that long. And I'm like, well, wow, I guess uh, there's something really unique about me. Um, so now is, you can all. I know. This it's is like, your hidden I'm, talent. Yeah, this is my very special thing. Poor Natalie. I sent her like, I was like, should I submit to the Guinness book? And then I showed her this awkward video of the person who currently holds the the world record. It was horrifying. I was lying in bed about to fall asleep. (laughs) And that was like the worst video to watch in those few minutes. This guy who has the longest tongue, he paints with his tongue, apparently. Um, And it's very long. And it's like, I don't know, it's like a lizard-like. Well, apparently I have a lizard-like tongue, too. No, Um, his was weird. Yeah, I hope you didn't uh, dream about it. (laughs) If I did, I forgot. So we're good. Right. Other fun facts. I learned at the dentist. Okay, so they did like this whole throat check thing to make sure you don't have signs of like uh, throat cancer and all that. And so she she did all that. And she's like, so I want you to know this uh, excess right here is not a double chin. (laughs) I'm like, well, well, thank you. Um, But it's I actually have um, 
like built up fluid from my uh. lymph nodes not draining well under here. Uh-huh. So I don't have a double chin. I just need to massage it and it'll go okay. away. I saw this on TikTok and I thought it was just like a scam thing. You know, sometimes they'll do things that are like, if you do this, then your nose will be this shape or whatever. And uh-huh. so I thought it was a scam. But that's cr- that's so... I've seen that too. The ones where they do like the massage all over yes. your face and whatnot. Yeah, I saw Well, the... I don't know about lymph nodes here. And if that does help like take down inflammation or something, maybe there's realness to it. Uh, I think I just have a double chin. Yeah. <laughs> Well, mine has gotten smaller because I've been yeah, massaging my uh, chin every day. What so. a gorgeous chin you have. Mm. <laughs> uh. All right. That's, that's um, beautiful. And then another fun fact I learned, uh, this was when I first went to this dentist, is that so I have no cavities at 32. And apparently that makes me very rare indeed. <gasps> <laughs> wow. Because it's, it's very unusual. I'm like in the 1% of people my age without any cavities. What a so. show off. I'm so proud I of know. you. My your... mouth is really <laughs> fascinating place. It's unique, special. I feel closer to you now that I know oh. all of these things. <laughs> nah, they're they're uh, important things to know about a person. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Um, all right. What's nah. your... What's your... <laughs> <laughs> What's your um, topic this week? What are you talking about? Okay. I'm talking about protecting our children and talking about difficult things. And my, it's kind of a no because it, it's the terrifying thought of all the things we don't know the internet is capable of mm-hmm. and how our kids could fall prey to that. Because I just remember us growing up in our generation on the internet, it was, we were the first young generation to have this yes, access to we all these things and MSN messenger and mm-hmm. um you know all that stuff and our parents had no idea and how could yeah. they and there's going to be so many things we don't know yeah and how we can protect our kids and it Do you terrifies me chat rooms like old school oh. chat rooms i remember that my mom we, there was this big thing like you could not go on chat rooms because you never knew who it was that was mm-hmm. like the very very first stranger danger on the internet thing i ever remember yeah and there was a neighbor of ours and they're like because you used to have like a computer room you know like it used to be your family computer <laughs> yeah, was yeah. somewhere it's our dining room but it yeah. wasn't our dining but, we didn't dine there yeah um so their their computer room was in the basement and and so she would, I remember I was over there once and she was like, let's go on a chat room. I do it all the time. We were like in, we were still friends, which meant yeah. we were in fifth grade. Do I mean, I just think about that every so often, like how reckless oh, that was scary. of us yes. in the nineties and or yeah. early, right in the turn of the century. So what made me think about this is I was just scrolling on reels on Instagram and suddenly Mm -hmm. this like really young girl, I don't know, 13, trying to look like sexy or whatever Mm. was doing a reel. And I just kind of stopped. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, this is so dangerous. All the predators that are on here. And this was the thing that really got me is after that, I started getting a lot of young kids doing (gasps) reels like that because of the Instagram Graham like the algorithm. algorithm. Oh, that's so scary. And so I would like now when I see I scroll fast because I do not want that in my algorithm. But it makes me think, what if there are the predators out there that are liking the, that? And algorithm is like suiting their oh, desires, so almost scary. making it easier for them to find, you know, the their victims. 
it yeah, it makes me sick. And um since that happened, uh I just got me thinking and then there's some really great posts on Instagram about it and it got me thinking about okay, they our kids have to use the internet. It's mm-hmm. such an important part of our daily life now. But we can't control for everything. Even with protective controls, our kids are going to be, I know they're going to be way more technologically savvy than I am, which is so funny because Natalie and I have been having technical problems today. (laughs) So it really suits us uh, to be talking about this right now. They're going to be so good on the computers that there's only so much I can do. And if they want, they can get around those controls. I have no doubt. Mm -hmm. Because I certainly remember in high school, all the computer savvy kids who knew more than the tech people at the high school getting around all the protections that the schools Mm. put in place and like in newspapers class like playing like I don't know nettle yep. fingers which is like a creepy um cartoon <laughs> thing it's do you remember that no oh and there was Not some that all. were like um badger 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 mushrooms mushroom snake and it's just weird and creepy and um <laughs> it wasn't really that I mean there could have been we could have found worse things so that wasn't it was just weird um That's so funny but yeah our kids are going to be able to do that so what what I try to think is like okay What's the most important thing is for me to communicate with my kids about what they can do when this happens, because it's going to happen when you're using the Internet and they come across, I don't know, porn or um, someone Mm -hmm. trying to reach out to them that they don't know or that they say is, you know, a stranger from across the world or across the nation or wherever they are that says they're 12 and they're, you know, a 50 year old creep. So. Um, that, and it also ties in with this Instagram post that I sent you and I'm going to read this. This is from, uh, this is from the mom feed podcast and it's a quote, uh, probably from one of their episodes. Uh, and it says what our kids are not learning from you. They're essentially going to be picking up from friends or from things they might stumble across through the media. So as hard and as awkward as they can be, it's really important that we do what we can to have these conversations. Mm. And so that's like how I'm framing it for myself is I'm going to do my best to have conversations about these hard topics, about sex, about predators, about, Mm -hmm. you know, age appropriate as they come up. And I'm going to do my best to be the person that my kid can talk to about that and make it as comfortable as possible for both of us, which means me learning to be extremely comfortable with topics that I am not comfortable talking to my kids about. Or at least seeming comfortable, you know. Or at least seeming comfortable. Yeah. And I have some stories. And my daughter's only three years old. And this is already coming up for us. And not like sexual predator stuff, but just like talking about menstruation. She sees me put on a pad and explaining menstruation and making it comfortable. Mm -hmm. Like this is something, um, you know, most people who are girls experience by the time they hit um, puberty. You know? What age does puberty usually like? When did you I get was your in period? seventh grade? Okay, I was in, but it's s- happening younger and younger, I believe. I think so too. Yeah. Another funny story is Evie was like, What are those? <laughs> She's pointing at my boobs. Um, before <laughs> I was getting into the shower, I'm like, Does that make this awkward? You know, I gotta like prep myself. I'm like, These are my breasts. And then she's like, <laughs> 
looks at hers and she's like, I have boobies too. And then she's like, you have big boobies and our big breasts because I'm trying to use atomically correct yep. names for private parts. And uh, and I'm like, well, that's a first, but I didn't say that out loud. But, um, um, anyway, so it kind of goes in that. And then Dr. Becky on her podcast was saying, what your kids at this age remember the most is whether it's comfortable to talk about these things with you. Mm -hmm. So it's not so important what you say and if you say it perfectly, it's important that you say it like you're talking about your elbows, what Dr. Becky says. Um, And I love that idea. So getting really, me practicing getting comfortable talking about hard conversations so that Evie's comfortable coming to me with hard topics Mm -hmm. in Franklin. um, That's really where I find my control in this situation that absolutely terrifies me when it comes to the internet. And then the, uh, another thing about the internet that really fascinated me that our mom of village posted about was talking about our responsibility to our kids to be careful about what we post about them online and how public or private that is. Mm-hmm. Because they're having a digital footprint from the time they are born. And That's like so and if it's public and whatnot, you know, their interview like they can go to a job interview in their twenties and These people can go online and they can find their whole adolescence. You know, is that fair to our kids? And so for me, starting to think about how I'm presenting my kids and their digital and creating a digital footprint for them on social media is absolutely fascinating. And we don't even know the ways that's going to going to come to affect them in the future, because I think they're the first generation or one of the first very first where their whole lives are online already. Yeah, you it's know? like a level of being online that we I yes, don't think that's we've ever different. S- really seen. No, yeah. and it's changing yeah. so fast, and who knows yeah. where we'll be. Um, so that's kind of what I want to talk about. And then I'm this week I'm going to share um, on our Instagram my favorite Instagram posts and pages on this. Oh, great! And these two pages. Uh, are at our mama village on Instagram. She just posted something recently about online and our kids and privacy. Mm-hmm. And it was so well done. I don't want to quote, even quote any of these because this is their content and they're the professionals and she yeah. really knows what she's doing. And so I just want to share that so that you have access to it and can learn yeah. more if you so choose. Um, and then uh, the other one is at consent parenting. And this one is really hard to digest because of the topics you cover, but it's so important. It's so important because I think sexual abuse and abuse generally is so much more common than we realize. Mm-hmm. And um, she really gives so many great tools for how um, we can help teach our children so that we can protect them and they can protect themselves and make good decisions. Um, she was abused as a child, and then so mm-hmm. as an adult, she's used her story um, to help educate others on what yeah. you can do. Um, just wanted to talk about some heavy things weighing on my mind, and um, it'll be interesting and terrifying to see how the internet, uh, <laughs> what we learn about the internet as our kids age and start to enter that yeah. world. And right now, it's nice that uh, my kids are young enough; they're not in, on it at all. It's but so scary thinking about my kids having access to the internet. Ava has like a messenger kids app, which is communication with her friends, but I can see every single message that comes through, which is the only reason she has it. And um, 
And it was a little bit helpful when we were shut down and she couldn't see anyone, you know, so she kind of still stay in contact with her friends. But I'm like terrified of her getting actual social media one day. That's just, it scares me so much. So um, there was this video um, that I saw somewhere. There are certain apps that you can download on your phone and it will monitor or onto your children's phones and it will monitor everything that they're literally texting or reading. And it looks for phrases that might be related to things like suicide oh. or um, drug and alcohol abuse or sexual abuse. Um, and then it alerts you. Um, but yeah. I, I'm pr- it's called Bark. And I'm pretty sure that that's also did this video. They had a woman who was like in her 20s and they did this thing where they um, like dressed her as a younger person on Instagram and then created a fake account for her. And they were essentially like catching these um, predators. And some of the things that they would say to her was it kept me awake that night it was so terrifying just like the things that they were asking her to do that seemed like for a young person would seem like not a big deal I mean it was right because they don't know yeah and she even said you know I have two girls at home and she was saying you can only do this for so long before you have to step away from this project because it rips you apart as a human being just knowing that this is out there and so um yeah, it's terrifying. It's absolutely, it's absolutely terrifying. terrifying. But anyways. Ugh. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. So what's Sorry. yours? No, I laugh because like we about to do a 180. Yes. <laughs> oh, those are the best. Like good combination. Like that was real heavy. We need a 180. You know what I mean? Really, like that's it like. Was heavy. It's like that hurts my heart, man. Uh, yeah. It makes me want to puke. <laughs> it was heavy, but it was important. It and is so, important. It's so know, important. To me, it's yeah. one of my absolute biggest fears, as I'm sure for most parents, any parent, yeah. every parent. <laughs> All right. So this is I <clears throat> I kind of talked last week about um, how I had like a announcement thing that I yes. would talk about. Oh, yeah. What is it? What is it? And so I just um, uh, there's a kind of a big change coming for our family. We are getting an exchange student yeah. for the school year. That I was we're like, really I probably know, about. but I don't know yes, exactly do. what. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited for you guys. Yeah, we are so excited. So we're getting a um, teenage girl from South Korea, yes. which is really um you know, we have we've been interested about doing it. We've been interested in doing an exchange program, but we were going to wait a few years. And uh, then a friend of mine reached out and said, I have a few students from South Korea that still need homes. And our, our son, Henry, if you have I don't talk about it too often because it feels like people can get really stuck on this part of his story instead right. of realizing like he's a whole person outside of this. But yes, um, does that? I hope that makes sense. No, that but, makes so much. Yeah. Th- so my my son Henry is adopted from South Korea, and so he was born in South Korea, and um, yeah. So this is this is part of his story and this is part of our family story, but we're really excited because it opens up an app in. And uh, and I talked about this on one of our previous episodes. We really do our best to celebrate some Korean holidays in a very authentic manner. Yeah. Um, we're not great about eating Korean food because I hate cooking in general. And um, but well, you got to do it where you can. You know. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But this is I'm so excited that this will really open our eyes and a very hands on approach yes. to making sure that we're really keeping Henry's culture in our home. <laughs> yes. And so, it's so we exciting. we are so excited. And I I love the idea of having a um 
I mean, she's going to call me mom. She's going to call the kids brother and sister. So it's going to be so much fun. We we are really excited. She comes. So when this airs, she will arrive the next day. She comes on Wednesday, which oh is at gosh. this point like five days away. It, That's it's, so wait, soon. Yeah. No, it's four days away because we're recording this on Saturday. Um, so what I want to talk about today is the level of preparation we've had to go through in our house for someone to live there. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I know that we probably have some listeners who really enjoy cleaning and love cleaning and feel really good in a clean space. I feel great in a clean space, but I am not good at keeping my house tidy. This is just a very real yeah. part of my personality. <laughs> I'm not great oh, yeah. about putting things away as I go. My children are not great at that. And my husband's not great at that. So in general, we're a hot mess most of the time. <laughs> and when people come over, you know, we always spend time like... Um, getting the house ready and they're like that's a certain level of clean I joke with a few of my girlfriends that like if you're if it's the first time you're coming to my house it's going to look a certain way and then it will never look that way again for you <laughs> you know <laughs> the first time someone comes over I want it to be super clean it's like a sign of how close we're getting yes 100% <laughs> and compliment. that's what we say it is if if you come over and my house is messy it's, it means that I love you more than if I cleaned for you. You know, like I if it, I clean yeah. for you, I'm worried about like impress, not impressing you, but like making sure you don't don't think I don't know whatever. yeah like don't think yeah. worse of me but yeah. if I did not clean for you I know that you love me no matter what and I love you no matter what so it's really <laughs> a compliment but you know okay so let's say someone's coming over for the first time so we're doing a lot of deep cleaning in like what we really call like the sitting and eating rooms and so that's about all that we hit the major ones um well if they're coming for the first time and they want to see like the rest of the house we might do the playroom no one ever sees our bedroom because our bedroom is 100% of the time the messiest room in the house. I don't know how it happens. Ours There's no too. toys it in there so like hard how to get there. It's hard, hard to get to it. It's like the last yes. thing on my list. It's Yes. Like, but I don't yeah. even understand how it gets that way because like the the kids don't play in there. It's just clothes and like candy wrappers from when Ours I eat. Ours is absolutely because Evie plays in there while I shower. Oh, yeah. No, and see, so I don't even have that laundry excuse. that's never folded <laughs> in the laundry baskets is now not in the laundry baskets. And then I don't so, clean it up. So, so that's like, you you know, we can knock that out, it, especially because the kids are old enough to help now. We can knock out those, like the eating and sitting rooms pretty quickly. Okay. Um, this is someone who's coming to live with us permanently for 10 months. <laughs> and so let's review some of the things that we have had to prepare in order for this oh to work. Gosh. Okay. Oh my gosh. We, yeah. um, so she will be doing her own laundry and our laundry is in our basement. And Ooh. yep. Everyone so just picture sorry. their basement. And we do not have a finished basement. Our house was built before the 19 I it was it's built in 1892 or something like a creepy basement so it's not a, it's a really nice but it's very oh, clean good. but it's just like not finished so when we moved in we didn't have shelving so we just like dumped everything in the middle of the floor and that's where it has sat for a year and a half and we have a really horrible cat who likes to pee on everything so of course he went and peed on half of it and so we had to spend two days we bought some shelves we organized all of it which feels really good for my soul but it's just a lot of work it's so much and then we had to like scrub the floor do you remember like when you worked in a restaurant and you would scrub it like like deck scrub 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to teach Nick how to do that. And we don't have a drain on the floor. So then you have to mop up all the water so you oh, don't have a wet so basement. Gross. It's Ooh. so gross. It was a whole thing. And so it looks really good now. Oh, I mean, I it bet. still looks like a basement so from the work. 1890s. Right there. Like yes. The definition. Yeah. But something we have not done in a year and a half. Um, the next thing is the closets. No one ever sees the inside of your closets, right? Mm-hmm. No, nope. someone will be living in our home now. And so we need all of our closets to be clean. No. We are turning, we, yeah, we're turning the library into her bedroom. So all the books will stay, but we have a big, like a queen size bed that we're putting in there for her. But that closet in the library was for all of my random craft stuff that I would oh, like yeah. use occasionally. So I had to yep. get all of that out and organize it. All of our it. closets are just crazy like junk closets it's yeah, just stuff everything i don't know where to put this in. throw it in there yes a hundred percent um our we have like a entryway closet that's like a harry potter style under the stairs but the kids just literally sh- throw their shoes into it there's yep. technically baskets in there for their shoes but you open the door and you have to like climb over probably a foot deep of like shoes and all of their sports gear and yep. some of like nick's work bags and you have to dig through things to find stuff so i finally did that yesterday i mean it's just like a whole mess so and even the playroom, the kids do a really good job most of the time of cleaning it when we ask them to. But there are certain things about it that they just don't, they can't do on their own. You know, we ha- there's a big counter in there where all the craft stuff is that I have to organize every so often and I need to get in and do that. Um, yeah, so we're spending this weekend like sham- vacuuming and shampooing every carpeted surface in our home. It's going to look um, so nice, but my God, the it's work. It's going to look Oof. so nice, but it is so much work. It is so much work and it is 100% worth it. I am so excited that she's coming to stay with us. Like, this is not me complaining because it's a lot of work. It just makes me laugh. Like we have not cleaned in this way it since we've moved in. And well, plus so, like COVID, I mean, yes. we, we had like no reason to do more than a, you know, we're living General in this. Let's down. not, yeah, yeah, let there be crumbs all over the carpet. You know, yeah, not like a, yeah. I scrubbed out our shower for the first time in a Ooh. while. Yeah. You know, and it's just like we're hiring use... someone to do the upstairs because oh, I'm like, I can't so even. So smart. <laughs> well, I just set up a few fans because there's no windows in our bathroom. This is a weird fact about our house. Okay. If you stand on the outside, there are windows where the bathroom is. There are no windows in the bathroom. What? You can see where they like lined How? it with like black trash bags and then built a wall behind it. So because we think it used to be one room and they split it into two, like they made it two miniature sized bathrooms. And so it's a whole thing. But so there's no windows in our bathroom <laughs> from creepy. the inside. It's real weird. Like, what else do you think is in that wall? But um, <laughs> yeah, there's there's a few weird things about our house like this that I technically I I actually love that. It's yeah. got weird, funky things. But um, so there's no windows. And of course, I used this like the scrubbing bubbles like bleach spray so I just mm-hmm. set up a whole bunch of fans and open all those so I didn't accidentally suffocate myself in there and just Good. I mean it's a whole process my fingertips might be burned off from all the bleach I've been using <laughs> the last four days. well if you ever decide to do something illegal you might be in luck there you go hey you never this might be my new passion in life but today can I so I I clean Charlie's room really regularly because it's so easy. You know, there's not a ton of stuff in there. He does not make a big mess. Okay. Ava's room, she can handle on her own. The boys' room, there are not words for the boys' room. I don't even want to know what treasures 
Nick and I within. So I think Nick has a new appreciation. You know how we talked recently about how you have to flip your kids' clothes like by season and when they outgrow things. I think he has a new appreciation for this because he was with me today when I went through their dressers and it's unbelievable the things in their dressers that we will find. There was a pair of underwear in the bottom. I was like, I am I know for a fact that you wore these yesterday. I won't name my why child, you, but why would you? Uh, and I asked him, <laughs> I asked him, are these clean? And he was like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, Ugh. oh, my gosh. Ugh. And it's Ugh. like that's it's like layers upon layers in their room. And because I just like I can't bring myself this reminds to do me of it a random of tip I saw in line. Clean Tell out me. your kid's backpack as soon as school is out for the summer or else you're going to have some nasty surprises in the fall. Oh, that is that is good yeah. advice. But this room is reminding me of that because you know their backpacks are gonna have something rancid. Oh, I, I did their backpacks when I did the entry of the closet and <laughs> no surprises, thank oh. goodness. My kids love to eat, so there's rarely food left over anywhere. So I'm not <laughs> saying it's not possible for them, but like um, Oh, but what else did you find in there? The boys' room? Did you find just like so much like garbage and there would and then there would be like a, such a weird mix of clothes. I haven't gone through their clothes in forever. <laughs> so we had to get two tubs out and I had to fill one. tub. Our kids are wearing like the boys are wearing like five ish to eight. And yeah. I found a bin full of three tea clothes. <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> and two bins of four tea clothes. So we. <laughs> <laughs> to like move oh, all no, this stuff around. That, the other part of preparing for someone who is not technically a family member and who is um, a teenage girl living yeah. in our house is we've had to have a few conversations about things like <laughs> wearing pants. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> most of our family is just in underwear if we're at home. Oh, us and too. so oh, 100%. Um, including Nick. It's not worth a fight. No. <laughs> so Nick. so Nick and I have had a cut like he's gonna have to make sure he always has pajama pants on yeah. when he goes that like boxers are not enough. <laughs> Even to the bathroom and all of that stuff. Yes, yep. yes. Um so and the boys spent the boys are in their underwear. I mean, just like all of the time. And so having conversations with them and then even things like, um, you know, fart jokes. You know, we can't just like start her first 10 days. We yeah, cannot let's let her warm up to us. Yes. <laughs> we have to give her a reason to love us before she decides this is not working for her. America <laughs> is weird. <laughs> so we're, they, they uh, talk about all the bodily functions, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. Scared. My and endlessly for my boys but um yeah so we're working on that i mean they will like purposely try to fart on each other you know and so <laughs> i saw an instagram post and she's like this is what it's like having oh, boys yes. and they're trying to like transfer each other's farts into each other's buttholes yep that's basically it for 14 hours a day while they're awake you get what I'm saying, though. It's just like life is a hot mess. And, yes, uh, I and do. so I totally trying do. to get it together enough to just make sure, like, really, honestly, the biggest thing for me, it's not embarrassing our family. It's making sure that she's comfortable because, Absolutely. you yeah. know, she she knows English, but like it's still. What a change. I mean, she's so far yes. away from anyone and in everything she's ever known. Yes. That's, and as a teenager, that's a 
Wow, that's that'd be exactly. scary. I mean, she's so brave so, for even doing it, but then, yeah, I, I totally. You want her to be hundred feel safe so, at the very least. Exactly. So I want her to feel safe and comfortable, and so like that's really. Mm. I mean, I joke about making sure yeah. my kids all have pants on, but like I want her to feel Seriously, comfortable in yeah. our home. So yeah. it's just kind of. So anyway, so that's our big news. Um, that's we're, exciting. We are really excited. The yes. kids are excited. And how it's amazing for Henry too. I mean, yeah, and so Ava's, important. Yeah, Ava's excited to have like a sister in the house. <gasps> oh that's all gosh. she's ever wanted. Oh, in that's life. gonna be amazing too. So, yeah, she can't wait. But so as we wrap up today's episode, we definitely want to hear from you. Email us at lumpymotherpodcast at gmail.com and tell us how you if you have older kids, we want to know any of the tips mm. or advice you have for how you keep them safe on the internet and in, yes. and on their social media apps and whatever else. Cause we're scared. Um so scared. Yeah. We're really excited. Yeah. When was the and last time you, you deep cleaned um, your closets? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and how do you talk to your kids about tough topics? Yes. Um, embarrassing yeah. topics. Yeah. So you can email us. I think I said the email, but uh, you can email us and then maybe we'll read your email in our next episode. <laughs> if you like what you heard, there are a few important things you can do to help others find us. Please uh, make sure to hit that follow button or subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast. Rate and review us and share us with someone else who you think would enjoy our show. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Lumpy Mother Podcast and on Twitter at Lumpy Mother Pod One. That's the number one. And make sure to join us next Tuesday to see what motherhood has in store for our lives and yours. Thank you. And bye. bye.